This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws, feathers or fur, sharp teeth or feet with claws, whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves, then podcast the body parts, get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows. Have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck the censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a huff a puff. Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his songs about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Oh my gosh, you're not gonna, you're not gonna believe what time it is Yo, hit me Ron, look at your watch The wolf has just licked at his paws to prep himself The owl has given himself a little plume up Because... <laughs> it's time for the wolf and owl, baby. I was trying to think of something else. Whoa, damn. How does it feel? How does it feel to be the sexiest owl on podcasts? What's the competition for sexy owls? Uh, what's, the name of Harry, what's the name of Harry Potter's owl? Harry Potter's owl and the one probably from uh, Sword in the Stone. Oh, yeah, that's a sexy owl. Yeah, he's got a little bit uh, of a vibe about him. We, we need to thank Yellow Penguin Animation who oh. made the owl look. But that, the Arse Pebble cartoon is out right now on our YouTube and on our Instagram. And oh, my gosh. The YouTube one's got a special Mordor. Uh, oh, was, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Do you what? know what I love is the fact he actually animated your three boys as well? I know. Have you shown we them? didn't have to do that. Did you show them? No, because they, they won't care. I mean, no, well, they've been animated. Do you know, mate, you should say to them, 5% of people in the world ever get animated. I don't think it's even that high. Well, yeah, like two. Yeah, mate, you should say to them, bring, I'll tell you what, when you're having your supper tonight, right? Yeah. Just say, listen, and then just show them. I mean, to be fair, actually, it's a bit gutting them for the swan. Because she puts if you a- If you think the swan gives anything approaching a shiny shit about being animated in a thing, do you think we, we should look at getting the swan animated in the next one? No, I don't think so. I think you'd be <laughs> devastated. I am coming off the back of, and I'm loathe to uh, to name this establishment because I've been in there many times and had right. a great time. I went for dinner with the Swan last night nice. at a local pub. Right. One of these bougie kind of, do you know, the, it's like a gastro pub. They've redone it. It's always got an all vegan menu. Not not the menu's not all vegan. It's got a separate vegan menu. Right. I've been there many times for lunch. Went there last night for dinner. First dinner that we've had in a long time. Not yeah. not not first dinner. First dinner out, just us two. Yeah. Nice, so nice, nice. Making the, making the date, date vibe. They dropped a bollock 
like you would not believe, mate. It was insane. Would, uh, first of all, first of all, table booked for eight. We got there at seven. Thought we'd get a couple of drinks in, right? Yeah. Uh, before the meal. Between me ordering or going to the bar to order a drink and me having a drink in my hand, I reckon, rough estimate, 35 minutes, right? Ju- and, and let me just contextualise this. Not busy at all. Really? Okay, so That's yeah. staff who don't give a fuck, man. What you got there is stuff. Well, I d- well, I need to. It, the story carries on, right? So, so I do want to give. I don't want to be too harsh here. Okay, so I'm just telling you what happened. Right, okay. Do we you want me to feedback with the evidence and sort of like find them guilty or? Yeah, yeah. I'd love you to. I'd love you to give me a bit of analysis on this. Okay, actually, cool, cool. Do you know what I mean? I've got my shearer head on. Okay, so it's like one of these things where we're really looking forward to a good night, and everything around us is conspiring to fuck it up. So eight o'clock. We walk to the reception bit to get our table. We're there for ages, right? Eventually, somebody comes, says, "Your ta- oh, let me just go check if your table's ready. By this time, it's quarter past eight. I would expect an eight o'clock book table to be ready, right? Yeah. So it goes yeah. check the table. Takes us over to the table. Now, I want to give positives as well as negatives. He's worried about me getting clocked, so they found me a table right in the corner, tucked away, right? So Always I want to give credit where credit's due. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I sit down. Now, this, to my, to my mind... I reckon there's, in the bit that we're in, there's 12 tables, three of them I'd say are occupied, including us, okay? Right. With like, one table's got three people at it, another table's got four people at it, right? right. So we wait, 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 down, wait, 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 wait. Nine people altogether. Nice. Okay, so we sit down. The waitress comes over. She goes, um, are you ready to order? I said, yes, because I knew what I was going to order before I even arrived at the restaurant, right? Well, so so I, she goes, um, so bearing in mind, this has been like, we've been here over an hour now, right? So we sit down. She goes, what would you like to eat? Starts off with food, fine. Yeah. You know, a lot of people say, what, what do you want to drink? Yeah, That's yeah, not yeah. come up yet. So um, she goes, what do you want to eat? And then we go to order and she goes, oh, hold on a second. Uh, this table's not coming up. And then we go, okay. And she goes, what's your name? And the swan had booked it. So she says, uh, Lisa, Ranganathan. She goes, you're not coming up as having a book in here. And I go, well, you know, we told them the table and we've been brought over to this table, which is under our booking. So if you're now telling we haven't been booked, something's gone wrong and I, I can't tell you what it is. She goes, I'll be back in a minute. She's gone for five minutes, right? She comes back and she goes, sorry, there's a bit of a software error. Uh, I have found your table now. What would you like? Then they list 12 things that they don't have because the delivery didn't come in this morning. One of those things being the thing you want? No, thank God. I was ready for that. I was ready for that, right? We order our food. Uh, Do you want to know what the order was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to know all the details. I can't give you an analysis if not. I ordered a plant-based burger with fries. Yeah. Lisa ordered um, spiced coconut curry or something like that. Of course she did. She's a class act. Yeah, she's very classy. Yeah, she's sitting opposite a fucking heathen eating a burger for a romantic dinner. <laughs> anyway, so um, <laughs> mind you, having curry—that's you know—it's not yeah, ideal, is it? No, no. Anyway, so she then goes, "What do you want to drink?" And I said, "We decided to have a bottle of wine." She, I said, "Can I have this bottle of wine?" She says, "Oh, that's not coming up on the system. We don't have it." And she goes, "Can you point it out to me?" So I point it out to her on the menu. She goes, oh, yeah, we do have that. That was It was under a different category to what I was looking for. And I go, okay. Um, so we get the wine. They bring over the wine. So, uh, by the way, in between all of these steps, I reckon 15, 20 minutes is passing. Okay, right. so 20 minutes later, they come over the bottle of wine. 
and they put it on the table and then she walks away, right? So the bottle's just there. So I open it myself. Right? Oh, my so, God. Right. So I, I know this sounds like really first world problem. So I open the bottle of wine and she comes back over and she goes, um, do you want an ice bucket? And I go, yeah, that'd be good because it was sparkling, right? So I go, yeah, that would be Classic, nice. what, Prosecco? Yeah, a little bit of Prosecco, right? right so she right, goes right. off. She gets the ice bucket. She brings the ice bucket back and she says two things. Here's your ice bucket. Um, I would open the, offer to open the bottle, but you know, and then she walks away, right? So I open the bottle. I put the ice bucket into the bucket, which um, I would say is not doing half its job. It is just a bucket. There's no ice in it, <laughs> right? So... <laughs> I would say 40 to 45 minutes later, our dinner arrives. Dinner's fine. Okay, I'm going to give credit where credit's due. My burger was fine. Chips were fine. They brought over the ketchup promptly. Well, I mean, Um, essentially, you've got to go a long way to fuck up a fucking plant-based burger and chips. Sure, sure. How's Lisa's curry? Um, That's a bigger thing. She said it was fine, a bit bland, she said, right? But fine. You're ordering a curry from a pub, fucking, you get what you're given, do you know what I mean? So um, we finished the food all week. Not all week, that's an exaggeration. For the two days since Lisa had booked this place, I'd been raving about the fact they do a vegan apple and damson crumble. No, apple and rhubarb crumble, right? Oof. With a vegan custard. Yeah. Right? Now, when the nights are drawing in and the temperature's dropping, right. is there, are, are there many n- nicer pleasures in life than sitting down to a hot crumble? I don't think so. A Maybe crumble, a second a crumble. crumble or a nice peach cobbler. Oh, 100%. 100%, right? Or a tart tatin. Yeah. Oh. Shut up. Shut yeah. your mouth. Shut right. your noise before you spank your bum. <laughs> anyway, I pour the custard all over this crumble. Yeah. Start eating it. The rhubarb is completely raw. Oh, sorry, mate. I'm sitting up to attention here and I'm... Yeah. That's, so, so the, that's the... Number one, it's fucking lethal rhubarb if it's not cooked properly. You know Correct. That? Correct. It's actually a poison. Like, I'm, I'm waiting for it to fucking repeat. Mate, in oh, mate, the old mean? days... That's in, coming back, right? In the ancient times, mate, that's, they used to kill people with rhubarb leaves. It was a known weapon. If you couldn't get your hands on arsenic, you, you'd use a rhubarb leaf. It's deadly. And actually, yeah, well, probably, were... I'd say, in the top three worst veg to have, a worst, worst fruit to have raw. Undercooked. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just for its texture. So we send finished back, the... Cro- you send it back? No, do you know what I did, Tom? Uh, she came over midway. She said, how's the crumble? I said, absolutely delightful because I'm a fucking mug. Yeah. You've got to fucking own those moments, bro. You've got to own those moments. One of the waiters was great, right? He came over. He's really nice. Booked us a taxi home. And also said to us... Well, it sounds by the sounds and they couldn't wait for you to leave. Oh, well, it was like a miracle that you made it to dessert. I nearly didn't have the dessert, mate. I was absolutely furious. Well, furious. Like, I was so furious. I gave them a massive tip. I don't know. I don't know what it is. You've got this. Desire. This is this is where I'm going to jump my in here, bro. You've got to own be those liked. moments. I know. You've got. I know. I love to be liked. I love to be liked. But you know what's better? Is giving actually a bit of constructive criticism. Okay, but can I just give a little bit of context? Yeah, you're having a romantic night out. No, no. One of the waiters came over and said that somebody had booked in a party. We didn't see this because it's over the other side. Had booked in a party of 12, a party of nine, and a party of 30, all within the same hour. And he said, so I'm really sorry if your experience has not been what it should be. So, you know, that, there's the context for you, okay? What I would say 
couple of things. When did he say, can I say, ask you when he said this? Right at the end. Because he's tip thirsty. He's tip thirsty, oh, mate. no. He's played no, you like an absolute sucker. Uh, like, uh, did you see the parties? No. There we go. Literally, she's gone over going, oh, mate, this this is going to be an easy old night. He's opening his own bottle of wine over there. I've not even put ice in your ice bucket and he seems happy. And at the end, it's like, I, I bet he's looked around and gone, tell you what, I bet we'll get a tip out of this mug. What are we going to say? I want to just say that there's a, like fucking 50 people that he's not seen partying in here. And they're the, on the other side of the... Did you hear any sort of sound of partying? There were other people there. I mean, when I, I don't know if there's much more kind of emasculating than being with your other half when there's a group of lads. So oh, mate, like a big it's group. horrible. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. It, it's, it's, a really, it's a really horrible experience as you sort of like nudge your way through this big group of lads with their fucking dicks out, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like snorting bugle off the fucking bar or whatever, just like... Bleh. Yeah, I, I find it very. I, I, I find it, yeah, terrifying. That's wor- that's worse for me than a group of teenagers down the park when you're out with your family, oh, yeah. do you know what I, mean? I, I think as soon as that thing thing happens, and you know the worst part of it, right? This is the worst thing of it. And you, you, do, I've been out of you, you know, yeah, I've been out of you and your pals. I've seen you, like in their heads, a group of lads don't think they're being intimidating. They're just having a good time. In their in the, the million years, they they're not there to intimidate. They're just completely no. selfishly getting on with their night. Yeah, but there's something very, very fucking terrifying about a, just a, the loudness of a group of blokes in a place, mm. and then mm. you're just thinking, oh mate, it just takes one of them just to sort of have a disliking or sort of sort of be quite to turn aggressive. Well, you can... accidentally bump somebody, and then suddenly you're in front of your other half, and you've got to defend their honour or whatever. Oh, mean? Just absolutely the worst. Mm. This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night. Feeling a little bored? Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. Have you ever spotted McDonald's hot, crispy fries right as they're being scooped into the carton? And time just Stands still. I mean, look, in the scenario you found yourself in, the trouble with it, right? I mean, look, I'm giving it the jolly big potatoes here. Catherine yeah, yeah, is yeah. an expert complainer. Really? Like, you've never seen anything like it yet. She'll complain. I mean, to be fair, and s- since I've been with her, I will now, if things aren't how I expect them to be, I've sort of started saying something. I used to just get away. I used to just literally walk out of a place as I'm going up. My phone's on and I'm on TripAdvisor already, and I'm going in double footed. But then I really? actually realised, yeah. But then I realised actually, all they'll ever do is write back and go, "I'm sorry, it wasn't up to your expectation." And actually turning around and saying, "You know what? This was this was very good." I wrote an email to a place that was actually listed one of the top. Five, I think I talked about it on here before. Top five pubs in the country. Right? I emailed this place and said, "Look, you know, I went here for, with my wife." It was a special occasion. It was an absolute disgrace. The, like the the food. The, Did you use the word disgrace? Yeah. I said it was disgraceful. I mean, the email was... You just said disgraceful as well? Yeah. I think I've still got the email. Let me just I see. would love to hear it. I would love to hear it. Let me just see if I can find it. While you're looking for this email, I do want to say I do think these people don't get paid enough, and maybe I'm being a prick, and maybe they did have loads of. Oh God! Actually, they were just. I'm about to mug myself so much here. Oh, this is good. Okay, let's hear it. It's quite long. (laughs) It's a lot longer than I remember. 
Okay, well, I think we'd like to hear the full thing, and then JT can make an edit decision. Lunch is the headline of the email. Cool. Good evening. I seldom do this. Didn't put your name? Didn't put your name, no? No, no. I seldom do this. They probably thought, this must be that lunch we serve. We've only done one. This is just... Okay, go on. I don't know why I've become a different person when I write these emails. Good evening. I seldom do this, but I've been mulling over whether to get in touch or not. I had lunch at your premises today and was really disappointed with the standard of today's food. It felt <clears throat> the main course had been put together in a lackluster fashion. The potatoes were inedible, so so uncooked. Whilst with you, we tried a number of times to have a chat with members of the staff whilst in the restaurant to convey our feelings. This seemed impossible, as there seemed to be a lack of staff on the floor. I'm not sure whether you, you, were, staff, you were staff members down. If so, I'm sorry. But addressing this and explaining would have been far more understandable than just leaving your customers in the lurch. I should add, this was a complete surprise. We've eaten with you, we've eaten with you before and always been over the moon with the experience as a whole. Today's meal was nothing short than disgraceful. We've always, been di- we've always seen dining with you as a special occasion. Sadly, today, felt anything but that. <laughs> Mr Davis. <laughs> Genuinely, right? I mould on that. I, I was draft like I've written business emails and I've written stand up that I've not put as much work into as that email. Sadly, today for only for about that. Did they reply to you? All all they've said is this is many thanks for the feedback email. We don't have any bookings under your name. Would it have been under Catherine Davis or another name? <laughs> this would get us a better understanding to look into your feedback. Take care and stay safe. GQ and Drink Awards to 2021 Best Pub. Good Pub Guide 2021 UK Pub of the Year. Yeah, I don't need to. You don't need to read the footer. Stronger together, okay. working and supporting our staff, our suppliers, and our community. You're doing everything but fucking looking after the customers, mate. Did you reply to that email? I didn't. I'm looking for their reply, but I can't find another. No, reply. that is their reply. You've just read their reply. Yeah, no, but there was another one. I think you know what? I think they might have fucking cut me out of the loop, and I think they emailed back Catherine. All the oh, best oh, stories oh, oh, oh. don't have an ending, brother. Okay, go on. Oh, no, 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 it's not. It's just that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, just that, mate. Okay, good. All right, fine. Well, that was good enough. So, look, that, at that moment, I knew from there that I had to, that I was never going to get the, the response that I wanted unless you sit mm. there and just go, excuse me, can I just have a quick chat? Is yeah, but what response, what response are you hoping to get from that restaurant now? You've had the meal. Oh, mate, what I want is them to say, oh, actually, you know what, like, let's knock some money off the bill or just a real, right. just a sorry, just an empathetic, you know what, we, we, we should do better. I'll mm. tell you something, mate, in life, no one is ever short of telling me when I've not done very, things that they Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, I'm constantly... You know, you need to look at my Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and it's this bit, right, look, when you've got a child or you've got kids, right, those nights become very, very special. If you've got like, all right, I've got a night off, I'm going to go and have a bite to eat. Mm. Yeah, it's an amazing thing. I'll tell you what, yeah. we went... We had a very overzealous guy in a restaurant recently who was the opposite end of the spectrum. Mm. He was completely, I've never seen anyone go to a level of attentiveness that actually became offensive. What happened? He almost, it was almost like a dinner, like a lunch for two became a lunch for three. He spent so long at our table. Was he a fan? Uh, I think he was. He pretended that he thought he knew me from another pub, but he didn't. Mm. He kept on going, I know you from somewhere, didn't I? And I was like, yeah, you, you probably do. And then he, every time I'd say something, 
uh, and say, oh, you know what would be nice with this is a little bit of wasabi. <laughs> wasabi on his shoulders. I love wasabi with that as well. Wasabi's one of the best things in the world, isn't it? <laughs> then he'd walk off and you just go, oh, I've run out of sweet chilli. Boom, sweet chilli sauce there. It wasn't in a way. Oh, what, was... a, what a fucking prick. So what, <laughs> stuff was arriving as you wanted it? Jesus fucking Christ, what a wanker. <laughs> Did you use disgrace in that email as well? No, he was just too overzealous. So you asked for wasabi, wasabi came. You asked for sweet chilli, sweet chilli came. No, but then I spent like half an hour afterwards where he just was chatting and chatting and chatting. And we, okay, you know, yeah. okay. Fine, he, fine, he was fine. just very, he was very, too attentive. It was like every little thing. At one point I sort of said about being a bit cold outside. Yeah. And then he like put on all the patio heaters and I said, oh, I made a joke. Oh my God. So he warmed it up for you. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> no, he put them this all guy's, on. What a fuck. Sorry, I don't often use it. What a <laughs> What an unmitigated this man is. No, but he was here in our conversation, is what I'm saying. Right, okay. Yeah. Up against Shawman, it feels like it's a bit bad to be sort of. I, I did something. I was in a bookshop with Theo yesterday. Sure enough. And, yeah, no. No, but this is what, mate, it gets. So I'm walking around the bookshop. Theo and I are reading the same books at the moment. I don't know if that's a compliment to him or a massive insult. So, me and Grace. <laughs> <laughs> But we're really into like these, you know, these like crime page turners or whatever. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. So we're both we're both nice. like tucking into them. So he chooses two books and he says we can like read these and swap. And I was like, all right. Oh, nice. This so, is a so so lovely idea of that. It's a very sweet thing. All oh, right, cool. So anyway, yeah. so so we got to the counter to buy these books, and um, the girl goes, "Just want to say, I'm no. What did she say? How did she word it? I'm also a massive fan." And I thought I didn't know what she meant. Like, I didn't I did know what that means, but what I mean yeah. is I didn't know if she meant the author or, or you. me. Yeah, yeah. So what I should have done is gone, oh, great. That's, that's a sensible thing to do. I went, oh, God. I went, of me or the oh, author. God. <laughs> uh. You know what? I... I just all I can picture is Theo's face, just like he's literally. Mate, that's, Theo so is like literally having Theo. an incredible Saturday. He's walking around with his dad. It's a, a moment yeah. of father and son bonding. He's like, actually, you know what? This is our relationship. And then you're at the counter. Someone in Waterstones turns around, and is like, yeah. And then to hear your dad going, <coughs> "You mean uh, of me <laughs> or the author?" There's no like, there's no answer to that because if she says you. What do you say? But if she says, no, I, I meant the author. Do you, are you a writer as well? Yeah, I've written four books. <laughs> anyway, she goes, she goes, she goes, oh, both, actually. She goes, oh. um, uh, she goes, I really like what you do. And she goes, and I, and I really like this author. And I went, okay. But, but at that stage, I was, I was fucking absolutely, inside, my brain was just like, you fucking idiot, you fucking, what the fuck is wrong with you? You fucking do this every time. Theo, honestly, mate, he nearly evaporated with embarrassment, right? Like, it was, it, it was so bad. And then we walked out, and he just literally, like a parent, he just went to me, what made you say that? Because that was such a high-risk thing to say. Why would you say that? Of all of the things that you could say, why would you say that? I was like, oh, God, oh, God. I just said to him, can you just give me a moment to sort of just process what's, what's happened? happened? Yeah, what you've done. It was so Yeah, horrible. but look, in your defence, we've had 
Uh, I've had moments like that with Catherine, where Catherine looks like Jenny. She gets like I told you about the guy in Cambridge, didn't I? No, I don't think so. Um, we were walking through Cambridge, and this guy came sprinting over and he went, "Excuse me, excuse me, you're right there, big fella." And I was like, "Hello, mate, you're right." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Um, no, I just wanted to say, and I just thought, oh, I'll just cut this, make it because he was sort of like dancing around subjects. Said, "Do you want a picture?" Did you want a picture? And he was like, pardon? And I, do you want a picture? And he was like, no, no, no. I'm just saying that we're doing like walking tours of the city. And, and he starts explaining what he's doing for a job. And Catherine genuinely shook her head, which she looked so embarrassed and sort of just walked off far enough that it looked like I might have accosted her in the street as well. And, uh, <laughs> and he was like, no, no. Like, he was just like, he, he clearly had no idea what I was. You know, it was so embarrassing. Mm. From that moment on, I was like, that you know, let people do the asking. Yeah. But I will say this: I was at a charity day the other day. The amount of love for you, shouting you out, man. A lot of people love you, man. You got to know that. Oh, that's really nice. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people really. Up. What have you been up to apart from helping out charity? Uh, well, I went to the the uh, BGC charity day, right? Which is an incredible mm. thing. Um, who was there uh, I will say there's actually just there's a lot of amazing people it sometimes feels a li- there's a little bit of a disappointment if I turn up at places and you're not with me I have the same it's thing it's a little bit like some, someone like well, I've, got, I've got two of you yeah I've got Rob Beckett yeah, and Tom yeah. Davis and my mum as well yeah, yeah. so I'm just a lone wolf there you go the, apart from you the, the only person it's like I, I have been sort of like for 10 years, just rushing rush, rush the uh, forests and the landscape, the wilderness alone. And all of a sudden, I've got this kin with me, and people expect you to be there. Um, man, mm. they put me in a really weird position. So it's an incredible day. It's amazing. It raised a lot of money for a lot of amazing well, what is charities. Sorry, what is the day? What, what is the format of it? Yeah, so they, they raise money for different charities. So I do it for a place called St. Francis Hospice. And uh, they raise, you raise money for different charities, and the traders give up bonuses um, for deals that they make, all, all, all their bonuses and all their, their commission goes to different oh, well, charities. Oh, I've done this. It's incredible. It's an amazing day. You go to the stop floor and all the trades, yeah, 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 the money yeah. off the trades. Yeah, 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 I've done that. It, yeah, I would yeah. say it's a pretty worrying day, not to, you know, I'm not going to get into this now, but it's a pretty worrying day to do it this week uh, after everything that's happened. Uh, there was a lot yeah. of traders. Yeah, they look very worried. But um, yeah, but anyway, this, these people in front of all, every, the whole trading floor said, oh, it would be really funny if we put a meerkat on your back for a little bit. And I was like... I'm terrified of things like this. I always think like a meerkat. An actual meerkat? Yeah. Are you talking about an actual meerkat? Yeah, a little meerkat, yeah. I've Why s- do they want a meerkat on your back? Because they think it would be funny because meerkats are tiny and I'm massive, right? I'm, I'm, can I just say, I know it's a charity thing, but I disagree. But anyway, go on. What do you mean? I disagree that it's hilarious to put a meerkat on your oh, back. Oh, mate, I was genuinely like, but then I get, feel like loads of people are sort of goading me into it. I'm still... Yeah, and it's a charity thing, you want to do the yeah, right thing. Yeah, but also I'm still the loser from school who if enough people go me into do, some, do something, I'll pretty much get bullied into doing nearly anything, right? Yeah, yeah. I stand there, Ron, and this meerkat gets put onto my back. And she's... The first thing... She does sound quite funny. She said, yeah. keep your hands by your side, otherwise it could distress the meerkat. And I'm like, what do you mean distress it? And she said, they can... You know what definitely won't distress the meerkat? Not putting it on your back. Yeah. <laughs> It's so insane to me. But, this. but I'm then gone. like, this is insane because I'm now really nervous anyway. And then she was, I said, do any m- movements upset the meerkat? She said, just stay still and it will think you're a big rock. So I don't know about you, but what happens to me if the more still I, I stand, the more I sweat, the more I, mm. so now I'm standing on this fucking floor with all these people like watching. a sweaty rock. And yeah, just, yeah, like a rock in the, in the rain. Literally, underneath my hat, 
is a sea of fucking disgusting salty sweat. And this meerkat's mm. having the time of his life. She went, oh, he's got a good vantage point up there. And loads of people are like, right, I'm standing there. Are they laughing? Of course they are. Of course they are. She said, oh, do you want to so try... So it is funny. I was wrong. I she, was wrong. She said, uh, do you want to try and have a walk around with him on your back? I went, no. Like, you've told me not to move. It's absolutely fucking terrifying, the thought of... And, like, what, what if it just, like, it's basically on top of my head. It could just fucking burrow out my brains. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've not seen that particular advert where that <laughs> happens, but, yeah. And then the most embarrassing things have to turn around to, like, this woman who said... Like, people are laughing. So many people... I've been sent the versions of these pictures hundreds of times. Everyone's like, oh, my God, I've got a picture of you and a meerkat you wanted. I didn't want it. I don't want to even fucking remember it anymore, right? And then the mm. woman went... Um, she was, like, laughing, and she was like, I used to enjoy it. I said... I looked at Ron with... I swear I had tears in my eyes, and I said, please, can you get him off? Please. Like, she was like, you all right? And I was like, no, I feel really uncomfortable. And, like... I felt like I might, I might well piss my pants because I didn't know where all the energy to go. Of nervous energy. That, do you know what I would say? That's what that situation needed. <laughs> that would have been the icing on the cake for me. And, 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 and I want to say, uh, I apologise to the people that suggested putting the meerkat on Tom's back because it now sounds like it, it was hilarious. But that would have been, if you really wanted to do something for charity, standing there and pissing your pants <laughs> would have been perfect. You've never seen someone look. It's fucking so uncomfortable. What are you looking for now? I'm just going to show you the picture. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part of it is I've got a massive badge on. So it looks like it's. It looks like I'm at a kid's party potentially. Don't be much of the entertainer. He just puts a meerkat on him and shits himself. I look absolutely terrified. Look at my face. Look how nervous yeah, I yeah, am. Uncomfortable. You seen that? Um, you seen that new children's entertainer, The Wolf? What he does is he puts a meerkat on his shoulder and then he pisses his pants. That's it, though. The, um, Doesn't even do a magic trick. The only thing that I had is someone told me that Rio Ferdinand was more scared than me. So, mm. yeah, that's the only thing. I, I did that. I hosted that event one year. I co-hosted with John Bishop, not together. I did the first half. He did the second right. half. And uh, Sol Campbell turned up. Good guy. And Good guy. I'd been around to. Well, not turned up. He was he was donating money for charity. And I'd wandered around, and there are a lot of Spurs fans amongst the traders, right? Yeah. So um, I said to Sol Campbell, hey, Sol, look, mate, absolute honour as an Arsenal fan, absolute honour to... It's all on the mic, you know, across yeah. the floor or whatever. So absolute honour to have you here. Amazing to be doing this tonight, because it's a real honour for me to meet you. And he just went, oh, cool. And then I went, um, so what are you, you know, what's, what are you doing this in aid of? And he goes, I'm doing it for this chair. And I go, cool. I go, so you're going to be giving any banter or anything like that as you wander around? He goes, not really. <laughs> And then I went, uh, you can do more than one word answers if you want, Sol, but it's, it's up to you. And then I said to him, just so you know, there's loads of Spurs fans here, so um, just be on your toes around it. And then he just went, well, it's not about football today, it's about charity, isn't it? So uh, I'm not really going to think about that. And I went, thanks very much, Sol Campbell. Absolute buzz. <laughs> Cheers, mate. So awful. Right, should we do some emails, Let's my guy? Okay. Uh, this is from Steve. Wow. Steve. And Steve says, Hi, Rom and Tom. Love the podcast. And in all honesty, during lockdown, when I was feeling low, you guys helped me keep my spirits up. I think you guys underestimate the help you gave people struggling over lockdown. So thank you for that. My dilemma is this. When my son was five or six, I bought a new 36-inch TV. Bearing in mind it was 1999, it had a giant back before Slim TV. So 36 inches was really big back then. 
Anyway, my son decided to play with a balloon attached to an elastic band and ricochet it 50 times a second into my new TV. I warned him to stop and he did before repeating it again. I again warned him and again he ceased only to do it for a third time. I leapt from the settee like a wild lion to clobber him. That was allowed back then. But like a slippery mountain goat, he escaped my assault and legged it into the dining room and slid under the dining room table. I pursued and reached the table and I bellowed at him to come out. He was whimpering, so I bent down to attempt to come out. He had pissed himself and was sitting in his own piss crying. Obviously, I felt awful and I forgave him and it petered out. Forward 25 years, I'm now a frail old 53-year-old and my son is now 30 and 6 foot 7 inches and 19 stone. He reminds me about this incident frequently and swears down he'll one day chase me under the table and make me piss myself. I think I could still take him and he knows it, but the day will come when he will take revenge from, from me. What advice can you give me so my son will not break me and make me pay for my parenting? Yours sincerely, Steve. Wow, Steve. Um, well, the, the quite, kind of extreme... I'm, 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 I'm new to the father game. It feels kind of an extreme thing to... <laughs> Once your child whimpering under a table, I don't know whether that's the time to sort of like call it down and just go, yo, uh, maybe I've taken this too far. It's only a TV, but, you know. Also, it was a balloon, right? Yeah, yeah. A balloon attached to an elastic band. Okay, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's needless, isn't it? But I yeah, mean, yeah, it feels yeah. like a lot. But then you know, well, yeah, I don't know where your headspace is. You know what I'd say, Steve? I actually think this is a moment to say, like, save yourself. What could be an incredible thing, and give your your son uh, that little boost of confidence he might need? I'd say do something that you know is going to annoy him now. So you can almost get to the place where he chases you under the table and then you piss up and just purple, drink loads of water um, and then piss your pants yourself, right? Because I think the alternative is, you know, you're in your 50s now is when you're 60, 65. And when you do that at that age, there's no coming back. Your, your son, that might be the one of the final like sort of like memories your son has of you mm. is whimpering under the table, sort of floating in your own piss. I'd say do it now get it out of the way and then just like build those bridges with your son for first and foremost. Um, Cause he's harboring that. And I think actually that feeling for him, he'll probably feel like it sounds you for you, you know, that, that feeling of dread and that feeling of you feeling ever since that day, you sound like you, you you've carried it around with you a little bit. So actually, yeah, pass the buck, let him feel like that or let him feel that you didn't feel good about it. So yeah, I'd say just, just, yeah, play act that out. Um, and yeah, over to you, Ron. Yeah, great, uh, great, great, uh, great advice, um, Tom. Uh, really good. Uh, Steve. Um, <laughs> really what? good. <laughs> Steve, I think uh, you deserve it. Um, I think that um, sometimes, and I'm, it's true of me, it's true of Tom, we do things that were wrong and we deserve the the comeback from that and i think what you need to do is similar to what tom said i think you need to allow your son to make you piss yourself under your dining table um i think that is the only way that you can really draw a line under this it takes out the not knowing do you know what i mean because that's part of the problem here is you so you don't know what day that's going to happen yeah. you know what i mean so it's like i think you allow it to happen get it out of the way and and sort of you know that's it it's all dealt with um i would say frail old 53 year old Please don't say things like that. It's just um, that is a worry. It's just it? upsetting. It is a worry because Tom, you know, Tom basically thinks I'm 52 now, so he, he's he's here. If that. you're 52, it doesn't. Worry. I, I'm I'm like I'm looking forward to that. You're looking good. You're feeling like fucking buzzy. Yeah, but I'm not. Uh, but yeah, I'm if, not if you're talking, yeah, but if, when he says frail, I'm like that's not far away from that's 10 years from me and you. What, Tom? Here's a question for you. Yeah, we're in our 40s, both yeah. in our 40s. 
when we're in our 50s, we have to stop going out, don't we? Like, properly stop going I out. I think we have to... I, I think for someone in their 40s, you go out a lot. Oh. <laughs> you're still going out like the... Yeah, you, you're, you're holding on to, like, the prom crowd a little bit, I'd say, would be my... Yeah. Oh, God, do you... Uh, really? <laughs> but then, I'm, mate, I'm a new dad. I'm, I'm, I'm like, literally, I go out... Well, I, I went out uh, Friday... Had a few beers. Yeah. I'm still feeling the fucking effects of that. And that felt mm. crazy. Just literally sitting. Mm. Also, look, you know, like you, that if you get out when you're like new to parenting, I find out, I find out I'm, I'm, I've literally regressed to being a 16 year old. It's like, oh, I've got an hour and a half or two hours. I try and dash as many pints as I can in that time. Mm. It's not like, you know, I don't even enjoy them. I'm drinking them like I'm a fucking goldfish. I'm literally like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's ridiculous. I, I went out last week and I've stopped drinking. I have one beer and then I move on to gin and tonic. But the form of gin and tonic is it gets you drunk really quickly. Yeah, yeah. And I actually had a moment about, I, will, I think I've talked about this last night. Well, I was just scared of how pissed I was. Yeah, so yeah. I'm frightened. It's awful, yeah. It's terrible. Whereas beer is like a graduate. I like that trajectory. Yeah. Nice. It's, it's a nice thing. Nice the only trouble is like I had to then get home and needed about 40 pisses on the way out. I mean, to be fair, actually, to Steve, if you, if you want to piss yourself, just go for a few beers with your son, don't have a wee, and then just literally... Doing that in public. Well, Tom, listen, you, you've given Steve advice. You've also given me advice. I am now retired from the going out game. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't, man. Well, I'll obviously do the after parties and shit like that. Oh, can, can we just talk about this, by the way? So there's a few things that I need to address, right, okay, that have happened in the last week. First thing, my tour went on sale. Shout week, out the right? tour, boy. Yeah. So the Hustle tour's out on sale. I'm getting so much abuse from people going, have you heard of the north of England? Or do you know there's somewhere? Those are obviously not all the dates, guys. Right? Those are the first, that's the first set of dates. So if you're saying to me, do you know that this town exists? Yes, I do. I do know. That's just, I'm not doing a 10-date tour, okay? There's, there's going to be more dates. So please, can you stop telling me I don't know the geography of the United Kingdom? All right? I'm reading those comments. And I'm not replying to them because, well, because I can't be bothered. But I'm just telling you now, if you happen to listen to the Wolf and Our podcast and you're one of those people that sent me abuse, there are more dates to come, all right? So please, um, please. And just, we're, please. I'm, I'm going to drop my tour dates when we've got please. them all in. Um, we're just waiting. We're not going to eagerly put it out. We're just going to wait till we've got all the towns listed. <laughs> um, I love your face so much. Um, what, why, are you, why are you operating like it's, t- it's a different agent that's doing your fucking tour? <laughs> Like you're with some sort of different organisation that does things completely different to me. We've got the we've got the same fucking tour agent. I love you so. Anyway, well, that the was other the thing. smile of like just before you, it was like that was like the end of Street Fighter when your mate just was ready to rip out your heart. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is, so I grew up with Sri Lankan parents who spoke English because they didn't want me to have an accent. But I grew up with Sri Lankan parents who spoke English with a Sri Lankan accent. And I didn't think it affected my accent at all. Until I did the DNA. Me and Rob Beckett's yeah, DNA yeah, yeah. show came out on ITV last week. Yeah. Right? And what do you call the son or daughter of your dad's brother? So what what rela- relation are they to? Your cousin, right? Right. So yeah. I say cousin. Yeah. Right? And what yeah. do you say? Cousin. You cousin. say cousin. Yeah. Anyway, it turns out I say cousin. Right. Right? I didn't realise that. The amount of shit I have got since that show's gone out for saying cousin. Really? Yeah. And then I mentioned it to the swan, and apparently my 
apparently she says it's something that's bothered her the whole time. Not bothered her. I mean, it's, we're not often talking about cousins. Just, But yeah, I say it weird. And it just came well, out. Also, you do, out in all fairness, you say it, and this is me going back to almost day one version of this podcast. You say it how it's spelt. I do, yeah. I you, also you... say that we've had emails in on this uh, podcast about Bearing in mind, I'm properly in a glass house here because the number of times I've criticised you for your pronunciation no, yeah, yeah. and stuff. That's the trouble, though. That's the trouble. You've probably got three words. I've probably got a thousand. Mm. I say McDonald's. 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 We're going to McDonald's. We're going to yeah, McDonald's. there's not an A in it, is there? No, I know. It's yeah, they, you fucked up there, didn't you? Yeah, I know. I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. Cousin, I'm, you got right. And actually, I prefer the word cousin. Cousin, yeah. Cousin. Yeah. yeah. Cousin. What do you say? Cousin. Cousin of McDonald's. Cousin. Cousin M- McDonald's. See, look, going to McDonald's. See how I've dealt with this, though? What do you mean? I've, I've put an arm around you and gone, it's okay, Pep. Well, you, you fucked up there. There's not an A in it. Is that you putting your arm around? Well, yeah, yeah, but just so you knew, just in case you'd... Right, okay. Yeah. Misread. Actually, while we're chatting about um, things, uh, on the flip side of that, um, there has been a... I'd say it's a viral video that's gone absolutely crazy. What is this? Of a lookalike of me yeah. taking down a street mugger or some sort of rugby... T- have you seen it, Ron? No. It's probably been one of the things I've been asked most of a people that friends people in our industry message and asking if it's me this incredible basically someone it looks like someone's been mugged or something and as the guy's running off mm. and it is to be fair a complete the lookalike is amazing he jumps across he rugby tackles this guy and then another lookalike madly of claire balding choke holds the um the guy who's from a commit do you reckon what, it was like a lookalike's work day it, it could have and, and to be fair the two people out having a fag because no one knows who they are could be Claire Baldwin and look alike of Tom Davis. Um, but uh, I have to say that it, I'd love to chat to the guy who it actually was, if anyone knows this actual person, because mm. what an incredible human being. Uh, but it isn't me. I need to hold my hands up on that. Um, I actually mm. still, I've said it on both Instagram and Twitter that it's not me, but still I'm being besieged by people messaging me saying, what a legend, um, sweet, sweet soul. I can't take the credit for another man. Okay. Well, well, well done for not taking the credit on that. That's a decent yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it would feel like literally Superman saves the world and oh, it's a guy who looks a bit like Clark Kent who's shaking everyone's hand. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, well done. Well done. Yeah. Um, but we could put that video up on our socials. Could the actual guy please get in touch? If you know the guy, get in touch somehow. Yeah. We'd, are we going to have them on the podcast? Uh, we could do just see how much he actually looks like me. Maybe like if he comes from your town or your hamlet, get in touch and yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Steve, hope that helps us digressing to a massive degree and hardly giving you any advice. Okay. The next email is from the polar bear. It says, Anon, please. Love the pod, guys. Podcast. Love the. What are you drinking, by the way? Well, hydrate. Back on the good stuff. Have you worked out this morning? No, no, I haven't worked out for a couple of days. I've had a bit of a groin problem. I, um, yesterday, dropped a dumbbell on my finger. Oof. Um, and it started pissing blood absolutely everywhere. Where from the finger now? Yeah, from underneath the finger now. Fuck. What are you lifting? Yeah. What, 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 what dumbbells are you rolling with at the moment? Uh, I was doing uh, an over, you know, the, the row, the over, yeah. bent over row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 28. 28? Is that a lot? Yeah, that's yeah, pretty good, bro. Yeah, you've completely shot Imagine, me there. what are you doing, like 98 or something? <laughs> no, 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 no. I think about 35 to 38. I actually joined it. I actually got invited to join uh, somebody else for their workout. Wow. To the podcast. I used to go to school with him. Amazing. And um, How was it? Well, it was humiliating. 
You know, like he, he kept saying to me, don't worry, people don't look and people don't care. And you do the weight that you're supposed to do. I still found it quite human. I mean, it's enjoyable, but it's human. Yeah, but you know the trouble, bro. If you. I'm doing be... less than, I'm doing less than half the weight that he's doing. Yeah, he's the same age. As he's, me. Yeah, but he's been giving his life to the gym. Mate, you've got to put in context, right? Look, I want to, look, this might feel like the end, right? We are all on different roads. We're all on different motorways, my friend, right? Never ever be ashamed. Keep your, your, keep your powder, keep your powder dry. No, but you, you got, just got on the road a little later than he did, right? You're down the gym and you're list, lifting weights, whether they're half or you know a quarter of what he's lifting. You're lifting weights with a G. You never thought you'd lift weights with. Take the victories where you get them, son, because okay, they are right, seldom thanks. in life. That's really nice. That's better than the advice you get of Steve, actually. Uh, okay, <laughs> well, love, this is pretty, pretty, pretty hard to give Steve advice. That didn't sound absolutely fucking. That didn't sound like we were calling social services. Uh, love the pod, guys, and caught up with everyone every episode chronologically, even the fucking aliens episode. Ron, big shout out as I'm a regular for the love of hip hop listener. Thank you very much, BBC Radio Two and BBC Sounds. Uh, this email has been put into bullet points. Background: I got married way too young to complete the wrong person. I was divorced by 25. I'm now 30. My girlfriend is 24. We met the same year I got divorced. She was 19. We'd been together for five years. We met at work and you'd never know there's any age difference when we get together. We both had reservations due to the age difference, but our mates and work colleagues encouraged us to go for it. Our family and friends have never expressed any concerns or issues either, which helps. We now own a beautiful home and live our happy life with our dog. All in all, it's pretty well so far, especially considering where my life was before I met her. However, when I'm with her friend group, I often find myself trying to get reassurance that I'm not some tragic old man crashing the party. I don't let other people's opinions bother me too much, but I'm fully aware that people no doubt have certain thoughts about me regarding the age difference. I'm not ashamed about my relationship in the slightest, but it can be daunting when it first comes up in conversation, especially with new people. I also worry about how the six-year age gap will affect us as I get older. Is it unfair on her? Sometimes I completely freak myself over stupid shit, like realising she was only four when 50 Cent Get Rich or Die Trying came out. Questions. What are your gut feelings when you heard I was 25 when she was 19 when we met? Be honest. What's your overall thoughts on our relationship age gaps? Have you had any personal experiences like this? How do I stop overthinking this silly bullshit at 2am? Much love the polar bear. Um, my guy, my G, firstly, um, you're thinking way too, way too much about this, my bro. Way too much. Um, for a start, Catherine, I think is, I think she's six or seven years younger than me. I think once you get after the 30s point, I think it just, just doesn't really matter. You know, I don't think it's a... I don't think it's a thing at all. I think the first thing is you're with someone. I mean, it does matter at a certain point, Prince Andrew. Yeah. But, 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 but those... <laughs> Afterwards, yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't, we didn't meet when Catherine was 11 and I was 18. Um, but look, um, I think that the, the main thing is you've met someone, right, who makes you happy and you make them happy. You've got a good life, you've got a happy life. And I think that's a really, really important thing. That's where your main focus should be on. There is times, of course, when um, <laughs> you know, the worst thing of giving this advice is I'm look, sitting looking at myself with a yellow baseball pack cap on, <laughs> talking about the own your age, yeah? Um, don't try and be younger than you actually are. Um, but uh, the, the truth is, bro, it's that um, you have to look at, uh, yeah, you have to look, you found someone who makes you happy. There's always going to be times. We, the, the time I noticed age the most was like, you know, you go to the NCT classes, right? And there are people there who are like 22 and they're having their second kid. I'm fucking 43. I literally was sitting there thinking, I could have been this guy's dad. I could be the fucking dad of any of these people here mm. who are having their first child. I'm having my first child. But you've got to throw those things out of your head, man. It's nothing but you're half the time in life, and it's the same thing as Rom's talking there about the gym, right? 
we, we put ourselves in a situation, we're all culpable of it, of, of thinking people are thinking of us in a negative way or judging us for a certain thing that we're doing, whether that's being not lifting enough weights in the gym or wearing a certain thing or dating someone that we think, oh, people are going to judge us upon that thing. But actually in life, most people are going to look and go, absolutely, good for you. You know, I'm good for you for doing that thing. Good for you for being happy. Let let someone if they're if they're going to judge you and say something, deal with that problem. Otherwise, let them fucking have the sleepless nights and let them get angry about it because you're doing nothing wrong apart from leading your life and being happy. So smile, um, give your missus uh, a cuddle from me and Rob, chink a little. Uh, don't, don't, do that. <laughs> don't do that. Um, and just yeah, keep being you, bro. Of yeah, a place uh, polar bit. bear. Listen, uh, tw- when I heard that you were twenty-five and she was nineteen, uh, it, it didn't register at all. I mean, I, I think this is like a made-up. I mean, all insecurities are made up, but what I mean is, you don't have to worry about this. This is like a nothing. This is a nothing, absolute nothing. You're happy. You got a dog. You're living that life. Let this be the last time that this concerns you. Okay, do you be happy? There's nothing to worry about. You're, how old are you? Six years older. So when you say that she was four when 50 Cent released Get Rich or Die Trying, you were 10. Yeah. What are you oh, t- wow. Like, wow. Yeah. You know? How, what's if the age difference between you and Lise Lise? She's a year younger. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's weird as well because, yeah, it's, I always think that if, like, Catherine Sick, like, is far more fucking grown up than I am. Mm. That's probably another thing. She's far more, like, with it than I ever am. Um, I, um... But it's a bit like me and you do the podcast together. What do you mean? Like sometimes you can have friendships with people who are quite like, a little bit older than you are. Well, how, how, we're the same age. <laughs> You're like a year and a half older than me. So yeah, it's like, yeah. I'm pretty much the same age. I'm like the same age as Lisa, basically. Yeah, you are, you are actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, if anything, Polar Bear, I'd say this email has made me and Tom feel really old. So why don't you go fuck yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, mate. Hi, Wolf, Al, Swan and Cat. This is the Dumbo Octopus. So glad you're back. I've just listened to you talk about your friend giving his socks away. What? Can I just say what a legend? Because although what? I can't say for certain, I can confidently assume, being a woman that often goes out in uncomfortable shoes, my, uncomfortable shoes myself, that she didn't wear them with her shoes, but instead of, she could take her shoes off and walk on the street without hurting her feet and keeping them clean. But we will walk in bare feet if we have to. Hope this helps. So actually, I need to apologise to my friend. I would say apologise to him, but also I would say this. If you are in a situation where you go out on a number of occasions and you need to take your uncomfortable shoes, personally, I don't think anyone should wear uncomfortable shoes, a pair of shoes that they get that uncomfortable in. Yeah. Like, and I feel I feel for women. I, I've had to wear high heels for a number of roles and they're not very comfortable to wear. No. Right? I would say this, though. Why don't you, like, really treat yourself... And at the end of like, so at the end of the night, you've got your own pair, like in your nice handbag or whatever you've got, you get, you have like a pair of really like, you know, those grippy socks. Yeah. yeah. They've got almost like a sole to them. Yeah. Like at the end of the night, you're like, oh man, I can't wait to get in there. Because yeah. it's a hell of a risk to walk around a bar having to ask a stranger if you can yeah. buy their like, socks. I'd accept this if it was illegal for women to buy socks. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. The socks are readily available. Personally, I think, you know what, as well, I think women look hot in a nice pair of socks. <laughs> I do, I think, like, it always cuts me back to, like, Rachel and Monica and friends, all cuddled up in a pair of, like, nice, yeah. comfy socks. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, this email is from Great Dane and the Emperor Tamarin. Wow. Do you think there were, like, the Great Dane saw, like, who would 
like the Emperor Terrans really thought about their name, haven't they? The Great Dane just, I'll just call me the Great Dane. And who are you going to be? I bet, I bet they had an argument afterwards. Well, I've, I'm, I'm the, you've just got to be something regular. I'm the Great Dane. Yeah, well, I've just had to be the Emperor Terrans. So <laughs> I have to go with that. Put it in the email. I've sent the email. I'll click send now. The Wolf and the Emperor Tamarin. To the Wolf and the Owl and the lovely Swan and Cat, me and my best friend, flatmate of six years, debate a lot in the house, but mainly a lot of useless things, probably why we both love the podcast. Oh, probably why we both love the podcast <laughs> and why we always... <laughs> probably why we both love the podcast and why we always come home and laugh together about the stories you tell on the pod. No need to dish any more of that out, though, as our compliments won't hit home to you, two sweet, sweet, self-deprecating souls. One particular debate, however, we want to take straight to both of you to resolve is to hear which side of you two you two come out on. The Emperor Tarin is currently in what, Tamarin is currently one of his periods of being a fitness freak and came out with the line, I can't wait to lose a bit of weight, I'll get a bit more dick. Which I, the Great Dane, found simply ridiculous. We discussed biology at length, and my argument is though, although you may be able to see more Tamarin tail from your perspective, you <laughs> you don't get any more usable shaft. His argument is that there's fat even below the classic gut line which when you lose weight will slim down, revealing more actual pain. Which, <laughs> which side of this <laughs> dilemma do you agree with? Thank you for choosing my email, whichever side you both take, as Tom Davis gospel facts and live it to the max. Oh, we'll, sh- we'll take t- as Tom Davis gospel facts and live it to them. Okay, so you do just care what Tom says. Keep what you're doing. Love from the great Dane and the Emperor Tamarin. Well, um, Who are Dan and Matt in Leeds, by the way. They've given their real names as well. Yo, Dan, yo, Matt. Um, the great Dane and the Emperor Tamarin. Um... You know what? I, I kind of agree with the Emperor Tamarin. But we've both lost, lost a bit of weight. I will say that, you know, you do look like you've... You, I mean, I'm, I say you do, but I'm not talking you. I'm talking as a person because I've not seen your yeah, penis. The, 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 I, yeah. I, I've not seen your penis since you've lost all the weight. Um, <laughs> um, I, can only I showed you that. just before, didn't I? I sent, you that, I sent you the before pic, which I did completely <laughs> naked. I didn't realise people don't do that. That would be such a brilliant thing to, to do to a personal trainer. Just take some pictures of you. Um, Completely naked, you. holding a newspaper. <laughs> just a picture of you. Yeah, I don't know if you can see that, just uh, from the picture I sent you originally. But yeah, I've actually lost quite a considerable mate, uh, bit of weight from around my coin. Look, I, I do think you, you do lose weight, just from that, that little bit that's sort of... Yeah, the pouch. Yeah, the pouch. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going to say this. I am coming out in favour of the Emperor Tamron here because I yeah. think since I've lost weight, I don't know if there's more usable shaft because that shaft has remained unused. But what I would say is, is you definitely do notice a difference. I think. I think like sometimes, yeah, it, 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 your penis could look like it was just sort of sitting on a fucking really doughy piece of bread. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like or, or on a sort of bun or something. Like a proven. Loaf, yeah, you know, like a bake off yeah. where you see, it, yeah, loaf proof, and someone's yeah. just gone and sort of yeah. stuck. You know, when they get it out, the, they, they've got the tub with the cling film on it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And mine doesn't look quite as bad as that, and like, like that at the moment. Um, actually, what we're talking about is I did have someone m- message me the other day look, saying that the way that me and you talk about our weight is so negative, uh, just about they, they they were offended that we talk about. Yeah, we've had, a few, over, I'm, I'm, we've had being, a few, we've had a few emails like that, and I just want to say that it's not a matter of me being negative about being overweight or Rom, like, sort of, you know, as far as I'm concerned. It's how I feel or how Rom feels about how we feel about ourselves. I, look, if, you, if you're if you happy in your own skin and you're happy the way you look, honestly, 
well done, that, and I, that's commendable. I, the reason I wanted to lose weight is because I wasn't happy and I wanted to be fit and I wasn't happy in how I looked and how I felt in myself. Yeah. Um, and, you, and, and I don't want to insinuate that people that are overweight are not sexy. Rick Ross, sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barry White, sexy. sexy. Yeah. So Lizzo, sexy as hell. Sexy, yeah. So um, we're not saying that, okay? We're just saying that we are tragic. Yeah, that's and, and that's down to, you know, and if I'm if I'm going to be completely honest with you, I have lost weight. Am I inf- infinitely happier? No, not really. I've just no, found other things neither. to, like, fucking yeah. waste my time. What happens about. is you uncover, it's basically the fat has sort of disappeared to reveal different hang-ups. Yeah. That can't be exercised away. Yeah, like uh, being bald. Great. Yeah. Like, like no, I still don't have an arse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, less of an arse now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah, so, yeah. Um, if I'm honest with you, what? Losing weight has taught me is that I probably should have spent a little bit more money on going to therapy, um, speaking yeah. to someone who can alienate those demons. But look, for you, yeah, I, I, I'm with I'm with the uh, what's it called? Terramine. Tamarin. Tamarin. I'm with the tamarin. I, th- I think you can lose weight around the penis and and yeah, add to those millimeters. On that highbrow note, it's time for us to close out the podcast. Uh, Tom Davis, could you do me the honors? Take us out, please. Socks and shoes, jeans and jumpers, hats and glasses. What is it that makes you who you are? A rara skirt that you wear out at Christmas do that makes you feel like a million bucks. A pair of tight, overbearing jeans that makes you dance a little bit quicker. A sports jacket that makes you walk through a tube station thinking you own the world. The thing about dress and the clothes we wear is... Yes, clothes make it for the man. But sometimes it's just having something that you wear upon your body or wear upon your way mm. that makes you <laughs> believe that little bit more in yourself. It's a state of mind. So actually, we shouldn't put so much emphasis on what we wear, nay, what we perceive to be the look <laughs> that we've been searching for. Make the little elements of your brain, the sports jacket, or the pair of Chelsea boots that you've been looking for. Find a way in your own head not to have to buy some fashion to make you feel well and feel better. Know that the fashion dance that you walk and the catwalk of life is always going to be there. And you can always march down it, knowing that you, my friend, always are decent. Really love that. Really love that. Especially as you're delivering all that while looking the drippiest I've ever seen you. But good. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> I, if I'm honest with you, I about halfway through, I don't know if you noticed. I, you know what I've got a lot of respect for is, is priests and uh, people who do religious sermons. Went to a christening recently, and the guy told the same story four times, but told it with such conviction, I didn't realise it was the same story four times until I left mm. about two days later. sounds something worthy of respect, to be honest with you. He told the same story over and over again. You just did, added different bits to it. and yeah. Oh, okay, fine. Um, well, look, thank you so much for listening to The Wolf for now. Bit of a relaxed Sunday morning vibe on this yeah. one. I would like to play, to take us out, JT, friend of mine, Friction, friend of the podcast, has released an album called Oof. After Dark, drum and bass bangers. Uh, and there's a tune on it that I really like called Weed and Wine. So, JT, could you take us out with a little bit of Weed and Wine? We will see you next time on this little roller coaster that we like to call The Wolf and Al podcast. <laughs> bye bye. Tell me, do you feel alright, my love?
have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.